Welcome to Macro Monday on Investec Focus Radio SA, a podcast about what's driving global and local markets. I'm Chris Holdsworth, Chief Investment Strategist at Investec Wealth and Investment. Every Monday morning, I'll update you on key developments from the past week and what you need to know about the week ahead. If you'd prefer to watch a video with the graphs and charts I referred to in the podcast, just go to investec.com forward slash Macro Monday. Good morning. This week, we're going to have a look at a range of inflation data that's come out across the globe over the past week. And then we'll focus in particular on the US and the UK and what it implies for monetary policy in those countries. We'll have a look at a leading indicator in China, which suggests that economic activity is about to pick up quite materially over there. And finally, we'll do a preview for the South African inflation print later this week and the South African NPC meeting, which is due later this week as well. We're going to start off with global inflation. So far, we've had 41 of the 50 largest economies report the inflation numbers for October. And in aggregate, the data has been pretty good. Median inflation last month across the 50 largest economies was 4.7%. This month so far, 4.1%. So a pretty sizable decline in inflation. What's more is that we've seen a narrowing of the dispersion of inflation across the globe as inflation comes down. And that's quite helpful. It means that we're less likely to see very divergent monetary policy, i.e. very divergent interest rates across the globe. So inflation is coming down and it's narrowing. So far, I think we can categorize the last two months of inflation prints as being very good. But in addition to the numbers coming down, they've surprised on the downside. Last month, more than 50% of countries saw inflation below the consensus print. So far, for the countries that have reported this month, we've seen more than 50% surprise on the downside too. So we've had two months in a row now where the market has been too pessimistic and inflation in aggregate across the globe has come in below expectations. Focusing on the US, US inflation ticked down currently at 3.2%. It was below the consensus forecast. What's important is that month-on-month inflation was zero. What that means is we're going to have a low number in that CPI calculation for the next 12 months. And that's the reason alone to believe that we're going to see inflation head down in the U.S. over the coming few months. But we can be more precise about that view. If we break up inflation in the U.S. between shelter and non-shelter components, shelter inflation continues to drift down. It was at over 8%. Now it's below 7 Leading indicators suggest that we're going to see shelter inflation continue to decline over the coming 6 to 12 months or so. If you look at inflation outside of shelter, that's sitting at 1.5%. There is no inflation problem in the U.S. outside of shelter, and shelter inflation continues to come down. So we would expect headline inflation to drift down as shelter inflation comes down as well. But there are other leading indicators too to suggest that U.S. inflation is likely to be heading down. If you look at the ISM services paid component, which is part of a PMI series, and they ask companies, have you seen increases in your prices or not? And they also ask companies, are you increasing your prices or not? If you look at the prices paid component and you compare that to inflation, typically there's a, a strong relationship. The lag is normally around about four months. Given where that series is at the moment, we could quite reasonably expect U.S. inflation to be around 2% within four months or so. If you look at PPI inflation, PPI inflation is a key leading indicator for CPI inflation. It's currently below 2% in the US based on a model. We've got data going back a fairly long time for that model that suggests that we're likely to see US CPI inflation also around 2% or so within around three months or so. 
So we put it together and we shouldn't be too precise. Inflation is very difficult to forecast, but the leading indicators, the components of inflation suggest that within Q1 or so, we should see a print somewhere between 2 and 2.5% or so, which would be very encouraging, I suspect, for the Fed. If we switch to the UK, the UK has had a pretty sizable inflation print up until now, but the inflation is cratering. It's currently just above 4.5%, surprised on the downside. We've had a few months in a row now where UK inflation has surprised on the downside. If we look at inflation across the major countries that we track, it's widely expected that inflation is not going to be an issue within 12 months. The consensus forecast for inflation in 12 months' time is roughly similar to central bank targets or within bands where central banks do have bands. Well, South Africa is a case in point. South African inflation in four quarters' time is expected to be dead bang in the middle of the band. U.S. inflation is expected to be just a shade above 2%, and it's the same story in Europe as well. So inflation has been a key issue across the globe. It's been a key driver of concerns in markets. It's been a key driver of high interest rates. But the U.S. data is improving, the U.K. data is improving, and more broadly across the globe, inflation is unlikely to be an issue within 12 months' time. But that implies that we're not too far away from rate cuts. It's been a very aggressive hiking cycle from central banks across developed markets and emerging markets. The market now expects that their next move is going to be down rather than up. And that's true for the U.S., for the U.K., and for Europe. Typically, rates are fairly synchronized. They move up together. They come down together. And given the improving inflation outlook and the questionable growth outlook, it's not at all unreasonable to expect that the Fed is likely to be cutting by Q1 next year. The market expects that cuts will occur from around about Q2, from around May. We're a bit more optimistic. We think that rate cuts are going to happen a bit more sooner than that. With the shift in inflation and inflation expectations across the globe has come a shift in two-year bond yields. Two-year bond yields have come down across the globe and now well below the peak that we've seen in the past two months or so. Interestingly, the higher the yield, the, the greater the decline. So South Africa sits in the chart, the two-year bond yield just a bit above 8% at the moment. It's 60 bips below the peak over the past two months. And so this improving inflation story is widespread. It's not just the US, it's not just the UK, it's across the globe and there's been a sizable shift in interest rate expectations, which has been quite helpful for fixed income, quite helpful for equities as well. Switching to China, the outlook for Chinese economic activity has picked up quite materially. Total social financing is the key leading indicator for Chinese economic activity, and the three-month average is up materially year-on-year, and that tells us that we're likely to see a rebound in Chinese activity over the coming nine months. We're already seeing a rebound start, and this tells us that we are likely to see a continuation of that. Chinese GDP data surprised on the upside. Retail sales are surprised on the upside. Industrial production has surprised on the upside too. And it looks like Chinese economic activity more broadly is likely to pick up over the coming nine to 12 months, which should be quite supportive for commodity prices. Lastly, on South Africa, we've got an inflation print due later this week. The consensus forecast is that South African inflation will be at 5.6%, so up from where it was last month. Our model suggests something a little different. Our model suggests that inflation is likely to be around 5.4%. But in addition to that, we're due a cut in the petrol price. The latest prices suggest a cut of around about one rand a litre at the end of the month. We plug that into our model, and that suggests to us that inflation is likely to be heading down for the rest of the year, getting to around about 4.5% by December. 
We've got an NPC meeting on Thursday, so the day after the inflation print comes out. We don't expect that there's going to be any change. We do think that the Reserve Bank is going to bring down their inflation expectations, but we don't think it's going to be enough for them to cut now. We expect to cut from them in Q1 next year. The consensus view is no change to interest rates this meeting either. Every single contributor to Bloomberg consensus suggests that rates will be unchanged at this meeting. So if we just take a step back from the global picture, the interest rate outlook has improved as a result of an improving inflation outlook, but the growth outlook has deteriorated. We still sit in a position where the U.S. market is expensive, whichever way you look at it, relative to the rest of the globe. So we are still underweight the U.S., but there are opportunities outside of the U.S. And in SA, the inflation outlook continues to improve. We have a much greater margin of safety in fixed income in South Africa and in equities. And we've already seen that the fixed income response in in South Africa to an improving global inflation outlook has been much greater than we've seen in a range of other countries. And it's one sector that we are overweight. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. That's all for this episode. Do you tune in next week for more investment insights from me, Chris Holdsworth, and the Investec Wealth and Investment team. If you haven't yet added us to your podcast feed, you can subscribe to Investec Focus Radio SA wherever you listen. And please take a minute to rate our podcast so we can surface this content to the broader investment community. If you want to see the graphs that are referenced in the podcast, you can watch a video version of this recording at investec.com forward slash macro Monday. The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of Investec Wealth and Investment International and should not be taken as advice, guidance or recommendation. Investec Wealth and Investment International, a member of the JSC Equity, Equity Derivatives, Currency Derivatives, Bond Derivatives and Interest Rate Derivatives Markets, an authorized financial services provider and a registered credit provider.